0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to Tough to tiger, tiger, tiger
1: Talk. What's going on, Tiger Family? What's happening? You're now rocking with Tough Tiger Talk on the PRO Media Network. Big ups to the Tough Tiger Nation out there. At the LSU, man, a very. Ugly loss to the Alabama Crimson Tide, LSU rebounds, that's right, rebounds in a very exciting matchup in the swamp, you know, culminating on the back end of the game with the fog rolling in, you know, creating a real environment of drama as LSU was able to come out with a very awesome win over the Florida Gators getting revenge and a nip and tuck game going back and forth. Uh, It was most certainly one of the more exciting uh, matchups that we can recount that has happened quite recently with LSU, especially going to the the Swamp during this season and coming out with a win over the number six Florida Gators was a really, really a well-deserved win by a young team. Big ups to Cade York who came through with three field goals that really helped out in the day, uh, including a 57-yarder that ultimately turned in to the winning field goal. 13 points from Cade York in this matchup. LSU takes down Florida 37-34 to 34 in a very interesting, exciting game. The Tigers improved to 4-5, and five, knocking down the number six Florida Gators in the Swamp. We'll get into the team statistics and in the individual statistics we'll hear from Coach O. And we'll keep it moving. All right, in the first down category, twenty six to twenty four advantage Florida in this matchup. As the third down efficiencies, the LSU Tigers were eight of nineteen. Florida was five of thirteen. Total yards in the matchup: LSU four eighteen, Florida six oh nine. Passing was 239 versus 474. LSU did get the running game on par in this matchup, 179 yards off of 50 carries. So LSU was determined to get that rushing attack going. That's 3.6 yards per carry versus 135 by the Gators. Now penalties, LSU 6 for 49, 4 for 29 for the Gators in this matchup. The LSU had the ball about three minutes longer than Florida with thirty one fifty four versus twenty eight oh six in the matchup. And LSU, like I said, determined to run the football 50 carries in the matchup culminating 179 yards in the contest. So LSU did what it had to do in this matchup to make it happen. Let's listen to Coach O's uh, breakdown of the matchup as LSU comes in and, and knocks off Florida and, and stuns them in a major capacity as Coach
0: i I'm so proud of our football players and our coaches staff. They fought under very adverse uh, conditions. Uh, blocking out the noise was key this week. And uh, we had to believe in ourselves. And uh, our players came here to win the football game. We talked about it last night. We felt that we could win. if We had to play very well. And you know, i just so proud of the grit and the toughness. A lot of young players, a lot of older players giving it everything they got for the Tigers. Give credit to Dan Mullen. I think he's an excellent coach and Florida's an excellent football team. Tonight was our night. You know, three turnovers, the winning field goal at the end. I thought the clock management was awesome tonight. Uh, a lot of good things happened tonight. Any questions?
1: Hey, Coach, uh, about to get to go on set and do this game. Uh, how about that? Where did this fight come from?
0: And you talked about it. The guy's not playing. Yeah. But, man, I mean, you guys lose players left and right. Mm-hmm. And um, next man up, I mean, nobody plays. Yeah. You know, man, we saw, that was impressive. You know, we saw it all week. And uh, that's what I said. You know, it was a 24-hour rule. Uh, we were very uh, disappointed the way we played. Uh, but we fought. We stuck together as a team. And, you know, it was the first time for a lot of these young players in the swamp. They believed in each other. They blocked out the noise and did a tremendous job. Yeah, and uh, before Kate went out for that kick, did you say anything to him or, or did you feel like uh, you didn't need to? You no, didn't need to. I, didn't, I didn't want to mess him up, <laughs> just let him go. But, you know, I talked to Mac, and, and obviously I said, Mac, what do you think? So we're going to make it. And we were trying to get to the 33, and, and uh, that was his range. But, hey, we went, decided to go ahead and, and try. We, uh, tremendous job of getting the media out there and a uh, tremendous job of protection and tremendous job of Cade. Coach, uh, everyone, as you said, everyone in the world doubted you, include this person right here who was asking you a question right now. That's okay. Uh, but, uh, That's okay. So,
1: what, uh, how do you, how do you account for this? Is just, is it just people, when they get, you know, back to the wall, everything's going wrong and you know, you, you have a late scratch like Stanley and, yeah, play, and, and and they come together. How yeah. do you
0: explain something like that? You know, I just think that uh, you got to give credit to the players, the leadership. I think Jacoby Stevens did a tremendous job of leading the football team, Austin Douglas, mm-hmm. uh, Jabril Cox, uh, those. Then the young guys stepped in. Uh, there was a one-two about winning tonight, and uh coaching Coach staff did a great job. Uh, there, was very, there was a lot of motivational speeches last night, and I told them, you know, this is the same room that we sat in after we lost to Troy. And they miss the extra point at the end. It may come down to that, but whatever it comes down to, we're gonna to fight to the very end. and I mean, it looked like you guys were stopped on third down and then it literally, you know, a guy threw a shoe. I mean, yeah, I mean, what what are you seeing like what's what's that emotion like on the sideline when you're probably about to punt and then a the guy yeah. throws a shoe? Well, I was happy to be honest with you. Maybe some people were disappointed, you know, that it happened. I don't know. But uh, you know, it you know, I can't talk for them, but it was a penalty that, you know, obviously I know Coach Mullen didn't want that guy to do that, and it was a break. We needed a break, and we got a break.
1: Just kind of to follow up on that question, have you ever won a game because an opponent threw a shoe?
0: No. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been in a game where an opponent threw a shoe, to be honest with you. I think it was a great job by Stringfell of loosening up that shoe before the play, you know. (laughs) Did you see it when it happened? No, I did not. I just, saw, I just saw three flags on the ground, and I was happy. And with your
1: true freshman quarterback today, Max Johnson getting his first start, what did you see from him
0: today? And it seemed like yeah. he had some crucial drives in this. Yeah, week. you know, the, the ability to run the football at the beginning, we saw him scramble and some quarterback draws. Uh, I thought he made some good decisions with the football. Chris throws, still some stuff to work on. But, you know, I believe in Max and TJ. I think they two excellent young quarterbacks.
1: I got to give credit to Max Johnson in this game, man. He looked really good, had to touch on the ball, that commanded the commanded offense. He made a few mistakes in the matchup, but ultimately... To be honest with you, Max Johnson looked composed in the pocket. Of course, we know Max Johnson is the son of Brad Johnson, a former pro uh, football quarterback, best known for his days with Minnesota and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Max played a very, very pretty game. 21-36 for 239. He averaged uh, 6.6 per throw, three touchdowns, no interceptions in the matchup, a QBR of 63.3. But he had command of the offense. He had a lot of his... Passes had a feathery touch to him, especially the one in the back of the end zone where he put just enough touch on that ball to go right over the top of the defender right where it needed to be. So it was real interesting to see Max Johnson. Plus, he has an athletic edge to him where he can scramble and get out of of harm's way. He had 18 scrambles today for 52 yards as well in the matchup. Chris Curry, 17 to 64, who carried today, and T D Price as I call them, eight uh, carries for 55 yards, average seven yards of rush. Curry, just under four yards of rush as a team. Like I said, 50 carries for 179 yards for Coach Owen, that offense, that rushing offensive attack. So Max Johnson was a major part of the win uh, in this matchup, throwing for three touchdowns and scrambling 18 times for 52 yards in the matchup, just under three yards per scramble in the game. Now, of course, his top target was Keyshawn Butte, who had five catches, uh, 408 yards, one touchdown. He averaged 21.6 yards per catch, which was great. Even Jaree Jenkins got involved, four catches, 65 yards, and the score as well averaged 16.3. He was able to find Coy Moore four times for 20 yards. Trey Palmer, two for 19. Uh, Cole Taylor had three for 11 as well. John Trey Kirkland, not too much, one catch for six yards. I Emory. Mean, Emery. I uh, also had one catch for six and he found Trey Bradford one time uh, for four yards and a touchdown. So he did get the ball and circulate the ball around. It did look good. Good to see that LSU, you know, got this big. This was a big win. This is a very big win for this very young freshman QB led team. And they were able to knock off a number six Florida team who basically looking at Alabama as the potential setup for the SEC championship defensively. Uh, To speak about, Damone Clark was the top man. He had nine tackles in the matchup. Jay Ward, eight tackles. Jacoby Stevens had eight tackles, a half a sack in the matchup as well. Uh, Jabril Cox, six tackles in the game. Maurice Hampton, Jr. had five. Dwight McClarton had four uh, tackles in the matchup for LSU. They had sacked the quarterback four times, half a sack for Jacoby Stevens. You had two for Jacqueline Roy, uh, half a sack for Andre Anthony, and then one for Ray Thornton. So the team did what they were supposed to do. And of course, big ups to Eli Ricks and Jay Ward. As Eli Ricks returned, uh, he had a pick six in the matchup, 68 yards returned, played it perfectly, picked the ball off, great anticipation, and returned it all the way so that was a really good gutsy pick for the LSU defense to help out as the offense did what they did. The defense also helped. And then of course, Coy Moore who had a punt return uh, in this matchup for uh, not too much on it for two yards, but did contribute in the passing uh, receiving game. LSU's kicking Cade York was masterful. Of course he was given accolade for his kicking ability to continue three of three field goals for Cade York yet. 13 points total, but the big winner was that 57-yarder in the fall, right down the center of the goalpost to elevate LSU to a win. And on the other side, with the Gators, you're looking at what happened. Kyle Trash, 29-47, 474, had two touchdowns, two interceptions, a QBR of 64.9 in the matchup. Malik Davis was their top rusher, seven carries for 81 yards in the matchup. Kadarius Toney, three carries for 56 yards was a monster uh, in the matchup for them to stop. And he was also their top receiver. Nine catches for 182 yards. He averaged 20.2 yards uh, per catch, one touchdown. Jacob Copeland had five for 123, averaged 24.6 and one touchdown. Uh, Travon Grimes had four catches for 98 yards, who also averaged 24.5 yards per game. And they gave they gave up the secondary gave up 474 yards of offense, but they did not give up in the game. Ventrell Miller had a huge game, 16 total tackles. He had a sack in this matchup. Muhammad Diabate had 11 tackles as well. But Ventrell Miller was all over the place for this team. But LSU, man, listen, this was a really tough matchup against the Eastern leading Florida team who came in this one number six in the nation after LSU basically got it handed to them by the Alabama Crimson Tide. They salvaged themselves. They didn't give up in this game and they did everything it took to come back and win. You know, in the matchup, it wasn't pretty, it was exciting though. And it went back and forth, but LSU uh, gets a staple win for a young team heading into the future of the matchup. So they get it 37-34, stunning the Florida Gators in the Swamp. So despite the young uh, guys, the LSU team was able to pull it together or put it together enough to kind of move it in the right direction. Now, to be honest with you, it wasn't exactly everything we anticipated. It was going to be, you know, you know, we still gave up a big chunk of yards on the other end of it in passing the ball and running the ball. But at the end of the game, the, the LSU Tigers did more than enough to come home with the win. So the Tigers improved to four and five and now they face their final Regular season matchup of this season against the Old Miss Rebels, who are four and four right now. And this will be an interesting game to see if LSU, who doesn't have any. A bold, a bold future, a bold game future. But the team would like to finish the season at 500, at least that much. So going into this, of course, Ole Miss, this game will be in Tiger Stadium on the 19th of this month at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. And you look at LSU coming into this, averaging 30 points of contest, giving up 33 and a half per game. Uh, Ole Miss is averaging almost 40 points per game and giving up almost 39 points per game. So this will be interesting to see what happens with LSU in Death Valley. 416 is a total yards. LSU's offense scores together. Uh, 299 of it through their passing game, 118 of it on the ground through the rushing attack is what their offense is for the Ole Miss team led by Lane Kiffin's 563 total yards a game, 356.5 through the air. They're really pro and they run at 206.5 yards per contest. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how the LSU deals with that. Now on the defensive side, the Ole Miss Rebels gives up a lot of uh, points. They really do and yardage. You look at the yardage, they give up a fit, 528.5 yards per contest, 310 through the air, 218 on the ground, and LSU comes in this thing, 485 yards. They give up 331 of it through the air and 154 of it on the ground. So it'll be interesting to see who goes where if LSU can and maintain good vibes that they got from the from the Florida matchup going against Ole Miss, this could be a very good matchup. Okay, so at the dropping 2 to the Texas A&M and Alabama—they respond really well in a shocker against number six Florida, 37-34. And Ole Miss has won three straight. They started off by beating Bandy, fifty-four to twenty-one, and then South Carolina, fifty-nine to forty-two. And they just come off a nice win over Mississippi State, thirty-one to twenty-four. To head into this thing, so Ole Miss trying to get above five hundred as they're sitting four and four. LSU's at four and five, trying to kind of finish the season out on a good note. Now, of course, the top people we have to watch out for is Matt Corral. Remember him? 186 of 255. He had 2,700 yards passing, almost 25 touchdowns from this guy, nine interceptions. He's throwing the ball pretty well. Their top running back is uh, and Ely, 135 carries for 701 yards. He has nine touchdowns as their top guy. Of course, their top receiver is Elijah Moore. 86 catches on the season for 1,193 yards and eight touchdowns having a phenomenal year. For them, And, of course, we'll see LSU, see if they can slow down that high-powered attack of Ole Miss in Death Valley 230. So, uh, hopefully, LSU can get this done and get back to 500, at least 500. Of course, we know they're not eligible for a bowl this year, the self-imposed bowl ban. And a lot going on with LSU, but winning definitely helps when you can knock off nationally ranked opponents. And, of course, the onus will be for LSU to finish the season out. At least at 500, you know, that's a good look. So, I mean, the best is best as it can do. But anyway, that'll do it for Tough Tiger Talk. I like to thank all of the Tough Tiger Talk family members for chiming in this edition of the show. We'll appreciate you if you're not a member or subscribe to Tough Tiger Talk, please hit the subscribe button. Please feel free to share the links on all LSU media where where all the rest of our LSU family members dwell. Let them know about Tough Tiger Talk and tell them they should subscribe. So thank you guys for joining us on this one. We'll see you on a later broadcast. Peace and go Tiger. Subscribe to the
0: Tough Tiger Talk channel and stay up to date for all things LSU football.